Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering another one of JD's request. We are covering Tucker and Dell versus the evil or versus I, evil. Versus the I really wanted to say be like versus the evil dead. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just <laughs> Tucker and Dale versus Evil. But before we go into review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. I will let Jess introduce this tea since It's she, one of my favorites. She brought it along and decided to share it with me. <laughs> so we are both drinking one of my favorite, Bigelow's Perfectly Mint Tea. <sighs> and this one is legit just black tea and spearmint. <laughs> to me, it just smells like toothpaste. <laughs> That's the spearmint. <laughs> I know, but it's like, it's like saying, oh, it just smells like toothpaste. It sounds disgusting, but... No, I'm really not mad. It's, it's fresh. It smells, yeah, it smells good. <laughs> and it is. And it's got... Better clear up my sinuses. It's all natural and it's... I mean, it's got a little bit of caffeine from the black tea, but it's not like a heavy dose. And again, it's just because of the spearmint, it's just very fresh and relaxing. This is a good, like, easy morning kind of tea when you just need a little bit of wake up. Yeah, like, I can't, I can't even smell the... The black tea. Yeah. But more often than not, I actually drink it right after work just to relax. It's a good calm down, mm. have a little bit of refresh. And the spearmint also helps with like headaches or things like that. So it's it's so good. And just smelling it is really calming. Yeah. So, so I grew up with this one, though. This was one that we almost always had in the house. I, I, I mean, I can good. see why. I'm excited to. <laughs> drink it but my mom always had it with a little bit of sugar oh just a little bit of sweetness yeah so good. that sounds nice <laughs> for our tea suppers out there grab yourself a cup of tea sit back relax and we hope you enjoy the review so the summary for this movie the best way to describe it is okay think of friday the 13th but instead of the killer actually killing people the victims are actually inadvertently killing themselves from their own stupidity. Yes. It, it's like the it's like these kids go to like this camping ground and it, it's just like Friday the 13th where they're like, oh, there's a massacre here and all of that. And these hillbillies are going to their new vacation home. To me, they're not really hillbillies so much as rednecks. There is a difference. Yeah. Thinking offhand, it's kind of hard to... Yeah. But yeah, I, I did... <laughs> I guess I kind of uh, use that term interchangeably, and I'm yeah, using that term rather than rednecks because mm -hmm. that's the term that they use in the movie. But yeah, I do think of them more as rednecks. But anyways, it's just like everything goes wrong. They go fishing, and then this girl's like, oh my god, the, the, the people. The scary are guys are here. Yeah, and then she falls and bumps her head, and so they take her to take care of her, and her friends run off. Important to note, she knocked herself out. 
Yes. And almost drowned because of it. Yes. And so that's they... That's why they went to help her. Yes. And so they go <laughs> and save her and are like, oh, your friends are, you know, here. And then they're, they're, the friends are scared. And so they run off. And so they think that, like, they kidnapped her or killed her or, or did something. And it's just... That's how the whole movie is. It's just like a 100% misunderstanding of these group of college kids. It was mostly misunderstanding until Chad the asshole. Oh, yes. The instigating asshole decided to go full stupid. <laughs> like full evil stupid. Yeah. So for entertainment... Oh, what do you say about this movie? I, I had watched this movie years ago, and I will admit, whenever I watched that movie, I wasn't quite super deep into the horror genre yet, so I didn't really like the movie that much at that time, but I think it's because you kind of have to be deep in the horror genre and like understand all of the tropes and stuff like that to really appreciate this film. So now that I've watched it again, this is definitely going to be, like, a go-to movie for me. Like, it's really funny. Like, oh my god, there's a scene where Tucker is chopping wood and one of the college kids is going to tackle him. And he bends over right when the kid jumps. And he's right next to a wood chipper. And so the kid just dives into the wood chipper. <laughs> and it just, it was, I laughed out loud. It was so it's, funny. When you first watch it, it's kind of shocking. Yeah. <laughs> when you're like, oh, God. <laughs> and then you see all the blood splattering back and everything. It's a little overdone, of course. But I mean. What horror movie isn't? Yeah. But then what killed me was when Tucker, holding the dude's feet like he had been trying to get him out of the wood chipper, he goes, you okay? Yeah, it just, oh. There's so many scenes like that, and you you end up really, like, being, a, uh, empathizing with yes. Tucker and Dale, especially Dale. Dale's a sweetheart. Yeah, oh, man. Dale is too good for all of them. And I love that they end up making one of the college kids, Chad, the the ultimate, like, evil person in the movie, which yep. is such a great twist on that uh, cliche. So when normally that character type would be, like, the hero kind of character. The one that would most likely die, but only towards the end, saving the final girl. <laughs> Yeah, there's probably some movies that I will watch before this one, but it's definitely like a repeat movie for me. Okay, I think I will give it a 7.5. So yeah, just overall, if you haven't seen this movie, very much recommend, especially if you've seen like all of the, the campsite movies, because you will appreciate the irony that this movie creates like so much. It's just... Oh, because it plays out, at least starting off, just like the typical, oh, these kids are on a trip and, oh, they, they see these really, like, creepy, like, in the boonies men. And then the movie shifts over and starts, like, focusing on, 
the the rednecks hillbillies or whatever tucker and dale yeah and you're like oh they're actually like pretty cool guys (laughs) (laughs) they're good guys they're a little awkward but you know they they get stuff done Yeah, it's just... They're just trying to live their best life, and I honestly aspire to their freaking... I admire their positivity so much. (laughs) Most people would have looked at the cabin and been like, that is a murder cabin. (laughs) That is a no place. But they're like, this is what they call a fixer-upper? It's perfect! (laughs) Like, this is beautiful! I can't believe we own this! Yeah. They walk in, they see bones, they're like, hey, whoever lived here before must have been a paleontologist. This is kind of cool. Minus the newspaper board. Yeah. And they're like, hey, there's a coupon here and it's got no expiration date. We hit the jackpot. Yeah, it's just, oh. (laughs) They got my favorite board game. (laughs) Like, they. uh, They're so pure. Yeah, it's just. it's a great parody. It's kind of like it's kind of like what Scream is to the slasher genre, but played out a lot more like twist of like, you know, perspective oh, and yeah. all of that. It's just oh, it's a beautiful film. What would I feel what? like whereas Scream was trying to still be kind of scary, this one knew it was funny and ran with it. Yes. Yeah. It will make you laugh. <laughs> well, this is actually one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I've watched it multiple times. I watch it a couple of times each year. If it's on, I, I keep it on the channel. <laughs> like, I will turn it to that channel. I'm giving this one an 8.5. I knew it. <laughs> I love this movie. And... Every time I watch it, I notice something a little different. So I get to to see a new facet of it or notice a trope that I hadn't necessarily paid attention to before or something like that. So <laughs> it's it's interesting to watch it and to see all those different levels of it. But it's also just a really funny movie. <laughs> it's not necessarily like a... So <laughs> it's not like a it's so bad, it's funny kind of movie. No, it's just... It's funny. (laughs) And the gore is actually pretty decent. Like, they don't show too much. They do show a little bit. But they do it well. And they don't, like, focus on it so much. It's not, like, saw level of gore. Gore for the sake of gore. It makes sense. And the effects are decent. Yeah. There's a bit here and there that you're like, what? (laughs) For some of it. But even in those parts are, you know, you'll at least get a chuckle. (laughs) At least. So, I thoroughly enjoyed it. (laughs) A lot of it, a lot of the stuff that happens in there is just due to ignorance and misunderstandings. 98% of which are perpetuated by Chad, the instigating asshole. (laughs) Yeah, which there's a a nice little (laughs) plot twist to Chad. Yes. A lot of it you can kind of see coming a mile away. But the movie's it's, not it's it's trying to be clever in different ways. Yeah. And you don't necessarily know that's the exact route it's going until they get there. So it's nice. It's not like a hundred percent predictable. And especially with the deaths, oh my god, some of those especially on a first viewing, you're like not expecting some of those to happen. Yeah. These kids are getting like screwed <clears throat> horribly yeah. in like final destination fashion. 
I think that's the reason why <laughs> I didn't screwed death. I think that's why I didn't like the movie during the first watch. Because it was when I was starting to get into horror movies, but I knew I did not. Like, gore made me very uncomfortable. But nowadays, we've watched so many horror movies this that I'm kind, of, I'm kind of desensitized <laughs> to it. Yeah, this is nothing. I'm like, oh, a kid gets stuck in a wood chipper. Oh, oh kid gets impaled by a, a branch. This is fine. This is fine. This is no big deal. <laughs> it's not, again, it's not Saw where they're showing everything as he's going through his leg. Like, it's... I mean, they definitely, it's not like they're they're subtle about the gore like the gore is definitely there but like like you said it's necessary gore it's not like it makes sense yeah i guess the only part i don't know would blood really projectile onto tucker whenever the person was in the wood yes you think so there would be a hell of a lot of splatter so yes i could see that what i couldn't necessarily see is the almost perfect stream that came out the other end right at the other girl. I feel like it would have sprayed more, almost like a shotgun blast kind of spray more out the end. I mean, if you think about it, like the wood chips that come out of a wood chipper, they're coming out like in a a very broad pattern. They go in the general direction, yes, but they're they're kind of spread out. They're in a broad yeah. pattern. So, liquid... <laughs> Would likely spray out in a broad pattern as well, instead of, you know, just a jet stream right at one person. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, (laughs) and again, we'll get to more of this in the realism scale, but otherwise it was fairly believable. It's worth at least a couple watches, and it's more fun when you're watching it with someone else, but this is one that you can watch on your own, and it's still great. Yeah, like, I find that with comedies in general, I've watched so many comedies as well that I don't get a lot of burst out laughing moments, but I was watching this movie by myself and I burst out laughing, like, (laughs) at at solid once, but maybe, like, two or three more times. I was dying at several points, and that's after several watches, so it has good hold factor. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll hold. And it doesn't, it's not quite as dated. There's a few things like certain, like the cell phones that will definitely date the movie. But that's, otherwise, that's about it. The rest of it is is pretty good and it'll hold for for a good while. Yeah, it's like as long as a, the horror genre kind of has these, these tropes, I feel like this movie... Yeah will be able to continue to comment it'll last on the the continuing uh of the more horror movies that come out so yeah it's they they definitely played their cards very well with this movie and i feel like a lot of that was pretty deliberate oh yeah oh yeah like you can the technology changes so much so fast with phones with cameras and other technology like that but with like even with cars to some extent, but if you're out in nowhere <laughs> in the woods, their beat up old truck, you're probably going to see a lot of those. Those things last. They're tanks. They are. Yeah. <laughs> and they're easier to fix because they're so well built. 
But you're definitely going to see those. So it's more like the SUV that they were initially driving. The, the college kids were initially driving. So. Yeah. Otherwise, you didn't really see much other technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see a lot of gas stations with really crap registers. So this is normal. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I know you're excited. I'm sorry. I love this movie so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for requesting this, JD. <laughs> I was hoping someone would. Uh, as if we can't, like, watch movies that we want to well, watch. we've gotten a but, lot of requests yeah. lately, so we haven't actually gotten to see too many that we, we've we been wanting to see. I f- yeah, I feel like it's been a few months. It's It has been a few months. Yeah. So it's... I'm just so excited that one of the requests was one that is one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, Even if it's not that scary. Yes. It's still just so fun. Yes. But so for... But so for... For realism. <laughs> we also just had lunch. So we're very relaxed and we're just... Well, I I'm just not very concise and what's the other word not coherent um, anyways realism I, I don't talk good <laughs> uh, you would think that i would have improved though i can at least say that from the few years of us doing this podcast i have improved a lot yes. so you've always been pretty good at talking when I can actually talk and don't trip over my own tongue. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. Girl, that, that's, you know that's me like every day. Speech impediment life. <laughs> but anyways. Um, so for realism, uh, I, ooh, it's tough because as you said, there are some unrealistic aspects of the movie but there's but the way that the gore is done it's like in the realm of possibility minus the the blood spray of the wood chipper we were talking before recording this also and i did mention before this one was very hard to score yeah i'd say the and it's weird because on the one hand you can see a misunderstanding happen of like these kids from a different background prejudging people from, you know, another background. But the whole like them deliberately or not deliberately, them accidentally getting themselves killed by trying to attack the, the <laughs> that that knocks it down. So I since it's kind of an even boat, I think I would give this a five. I'm immediately second guessing my rating, but I I feel like it it maybe a four. It's like I don't know, just the uh, it's like it's realistic in some aspects, but then whenever it's convenient to the plot, then that's when it starts being unrealistic. Like the fact that like Chad's face is messed up, but the fact that he. Came from a burning building. I don't know. I, I didn't feel like his injuries were that believable. He didn't really seem to be in a lot of pain after having half of his face burnt off. And then it's so strange how... I guess it's 
also, I mean, if you're in that high stress of a situation, then maybe you would turn this quickly. But it also seemed a little bit strange that he immediately jumped to, I forgot what her name is, but the girl that he likes. Allie. Allie having, oh, I should have known that. But <laughs> uh, him immediately being like, oh, do you have, I think it was like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, that was her friend. It wasn't um, him. It was the other chick. Well, yes, but then he jumped on board. She's a minor character. Well, he was willing to believe it because he's been wanting to sleep with her the entire movie. And since he's a narcissist, he thinks that that has to be the explanation. And there's no possible other reason why she would never want to sleep with him. Even though she had been telling him the entire time, I'm not into you. (laughs) That I could kind of see. I was a little surprised the friend jumped to that conclusion that fast. Yeah. But some people are like that. Yeah. And it's, you know, in normal situations versus high stress situations, even though we as an audience know what's truly going on, them as the characters are in this high stress situation and so it's, I, I can see people very quickly jumping to conclusions because they're just trying to figure things out as the, the situation presents itself. I forgot. How did they say that his mom died? Did she, she die? She, oh, yeah, she did. Oh, yeah, she's in, uh, she is institu- institutionalized. Mm-hmm. In the- she might have passed away, but if she did, it was in the institution. Okay. He was raised by his grandmother. Okay. Which, man, that's... And she shouldn't have told him that story. But she told him a kinder version of what happened. About his uh, father getting killed. Mm -hmm. Do you think... Yeah, I wonder... Do you think his grandmother actually knew that... I feel like she would have had to have at least had an idea. Yeah. She might have convinced herself that that's what happened. Especially if the girl, the daughter had gone there with a boyfriend. But, so she might have chosen to believe that's what happened. Yeah. But she probably, especially if, I mean, the the dude's picture was in the paper and everything. You gotta know she would have seen it at some point. Yeah. So I feel like the grandmother had to have had some kind of idea of what actually happened. Yeah. But. I don't know. Do you. Yeah. That's a tough situation. It is. And it's easier to believe a kinder story like the one she told. Even though it's still a bloodbath, (laughs) the version she told, it still seemed a a kinder alternative to believe. Yeah. Like you're carrying your father's legacy. Yes. Rather than, oh, you're the. You're an evil spawn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You have bad genes. Which does not necessarily mean anything. <laughs> but. Yeah. <laughs> so, I actually give it a 5-2. Mm. <laughs> so you can stop second-guessing yourself. <laughs> this one really was very, very difficult to score. And I wish I could actually give it higher. But a lot of the things we've already mentioned brought the score down. I can... It's a little bit of a stretch, and a lot of things have to coincide with, like, luck. Because, <laughs> again, these people really got screwed by death. <laughs> it was just, they got bent over. <laughs> Final destination style. <laughs> but 
a lot of it, most of it, is their own fault. <laughs> like, the dude that tried to tackle Tucker <laughs> by the wood chipper chose the worst possible angle ever. <laughs> that was his own fault. <laughs> so, I mean, can't really feel that bad about him. Or the guy that tripped and fell on his own spear. Or the guy that was barreling through the woods, running with the guy that had the chainsaw, who was flailing around, wasn't even looking at any of the kids, who was clearly running from something, and then runs into a tree. Because <laughs> the kid could have backtracked. He could have, and then the, And then Tucker would have kept on going, and the kid's yeah. like, oh, he's not after me. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. He wasn't after anyone in particular. <laughs> but they're so scared, they have that mob mentality already, and they're already in a heightened state of fear, that they're not thinking that rationally. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> and he's just running and not paying attention to where he's going in the woods <laughs> and impales himself on a branch. So, I mean, different things like that, I could, I could see as possible. It's unlikely. Yes, very unlikely. But possible for things like that to happen. Even when um, the guy gets set on fire in the cabin... And the chick that's been trying to smoke this whole time grabs a jar of clear liquid, which most of us that are in the South know that that's probably a bad idea. Some sort of alcohol, probably moonshine. Most likely moonshine. <laughs> Along the lines of Everclear. <laughs> kind of moonshine. Rot gut. <laughs> So probably best not to grab anything in a jar <laughs> to toss on him. If anything, but, she did give make him allow him to die quicker. Maybe. <laughs> she did seem kind of the sheltered type that might not necessarily think about that kind of thing. So I can see that stuff happening. What I can't really see is, like, in the explosion when he stands up and yells and all, his injuries didn't really look that consistent with the explosion. Yeah, because that is a big explosion. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't really look as much like burns as, like, he got skinned. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. And there was, like, no damage to his eye. <laughs> it was just perfect eye. It wasn't even red. So it just didn't add up that much. Also, the fact that he didn't seem to feel pain, which made no sense. I can understand being able to move and all with adrenaline, but not for very long. Yeah, but he wouldn't be able to go down his whole evil plot without being no. in enormous pain. Probably... Crippling <laughs> Yeah. 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 He would not be trying he, to kill your... Yeah, he would not continue with the kidnapping. Your muse. And, yeah, any of that. So. Um, I also took points off for the, the officer not following protocol. When he's hearing accounts of murder... With two assailants, alleged assailants, mm. and then he drives up upon the two alleged assailants, and they're each holding a leg of half a body. He gets out and points his gun, of course, which makes sense, but then he doesn't, like, cuff them or call for backup or anything. 
Yeah, I at think all. calling for backup would have been that one of the been first, the first thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the first thing. Try to control the situation, call for backup. <laughs> but then he follows them into the cabin without calling for backup. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> follows them into the cabin. That does look kind of a little rundown. A little bit. It could use a little bit of work. And after they had just told him that they have another person who's unconscious. <laughs> and he doesn't know if she's been kidnapped, if she's been harmed in any way, if she's in on it. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. That didn't make sense to me. I feel like he would have cuffed them, called for backup, put them in the vehicle before going in there or something. But... What he did didn't really make that much sense. So I had to take off there. I also had to take off for the fact that the chainsaw that Dale used toward the end after Allie had been kidnapped had trouble getting through the ropes that were binding her. But when he tossed it at Chad, the, the instigating asshole, and the dude caught it, it seemed to have no problem going through a Thick-ass beam that was blocking the trap door they went through. I didn't notice that, but you're right. Oh, yeah. Same chainsaw and everything. (laughs) So, went right through it like butter. So, that made no sense. Yeah. Especially since that chainsaw would have been severely dulled after being held against a pipe. A metal pipe. (laughs) That would have really damaged and dulled the plate. But that's just me. (laughs) Everything else, I can actually, again, with a little bit of luck, see those scenarios as possible. They're still in the realm of possibility. They're extremely unlikely. But I can see that kind of stuff happening. It's just minor details. (laughs) That are like, no. But that's what I got. Overall, definitely, if you haven't seen this movie... I yeah I I think it's definitely worth at least one watch, so that way you can. I don't know. It, it's so fun. Give yourself a laugh. You deserve it. <laughs> it's so fun to watch movies that make fun of horror tropes on some yes. levels. It's not scary. It's not a. It's not a scary movie. It's a funny movie. <laughs> yeah. There are some points that they'll probably shock you. If you haven't seen it before, you're just not expecting it to happen that way. But it's it's not scary. It's not, oh my gosh, I need to go to sleep with all the lights on tonight. Kind of scary or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But thank you for joining us today. And please comment on what you thought of the movie. And if you'd like to recommend movies or tea for us and or keep up to date with our content, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have a Teespring available if you'd like to support us monetarily. And all of the sites mentioned will be linked down below along with our tea selection for the day. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.